RBC Heritage at Harbor Town Golf Links. Well, this is just right up there on the same level as last week in the Masters, isn't it, Mike? It is right up there. It's uh, it's an interesting course. You know, it's obviously not the same, but it is a fun course. Um, you know, it, driving distance doesn't matter here. It's a Pete Dye course, and if you're familiar with golf at all, Pete Dye, uh, you know, is designed and built a lot of these courses that they play on. And when you go to a Pete Dye course, you're definitely not looking for driving distance. You're looking for just kind of all around solid play. Putting's actually going to matter this week. Uh, so it's it's a fun uh, it's a fun stop right after the Masters. I'm Heath Cummings, joined by Mike McClure. That's our early breakdown of the RBC Heritage at Harbor Town Golf Links. Mike, before we get into the odds and your favorite value plays, are there any course history favorites? Anybody that's done really well at this tournament? Uh yeah, there is a guy named Luke Donald. Uh used to be a pretty good golfer. I think he's you know, he's okay still. He's obviously still a professional. Um but certainly not a name that you're used to seeing in the top twenty five or really even the top fifty recently. But at this event He's finished no worse than 15th in his last five attempts. He's finished second three times and third once, uh, which is pretty ridiculous course history for a guy that typically isn't even projected to finish in the top 50 in terms of odds. Uh, so that's a major one. So this is just the ultimate line in the sand between course history and recent form. Yes, definitely the ultimate line in the sand there. Um, but the thing that's interesting about it is, the last two years, it's also been that same dilemma. Like, he's not been good anywhere else, but back-to-back second-place finishes in the last two years here. I think I lean towards uh, playing a little bit of Luke Donald this week. Yeah, I, I think so, uh, if you're looking there. And then one other guy that's at the top for some course history is going to be Matt Kuchar. Uh, he was 11th last year, but he was 9th, 5th, and he won the event back in 2014. Uh, so basically four consecutive top 10 finishes for Matt Kuchar here. Well, that brings us to the next and maybe most important thing. The odds for this week. Dustin Johnson is the favorite at eight to one. He's also priced at twelve thousand dollars on DraftKings. So those match up perfectly. Then you've got Paul Casey at fourteen to one. His price is eleven three. Kucher, sixteen to one, ten eight. Mark Leishman, twenty five to one, ten thousand three hundred dollars. And then fifth in the odds, Cameron Smith. Only $9,000. There are multiple golfers with a price higher than him and much worse odds at winning this tournament. What's your take on this group? Uh, yeah, on this group, I'll start with Cam Smith. Uh, I think some of that on the odds might be a little inflated due to how well he played at the Masters and how well, you know, he's in terms of recent form, he's looked really good. Uh, he's definitely somebody I will have interest in playing this week. Uh, as far as the top group goes, I think Kucher, with some of that course history and just this is really a course that fits his skill set very well. Um, the guy that I won't be playing is Dustin Johnson. And what I want to talk about there is this is not an event that he would typically play, uh, especially after a deep run on Sunday at the Masters. You know, I'm going to call it a deep run. He was still relevant on Sunday at the Masters. And the reason why I'm not really interested in playing him here, because the only reason he's playing this event is he just signed an RBC sponsorship. Uh, and I think that he's really here to kind of shake some hands and just show face. I really don't think that he's invested in actually playing this a tournament. Uh, so I, I think that Dustin Johnson is an absolutely easy fade this week. Uh, you have to kind of ignore that you're paying similar money for Paul Casey and Matt Kuchar because the rest of the field is much weaker. Uh, but I will be fading Dustin Johnson. Okay, so let's just take a look. If we started, I know Kuchar and Smith were the two guys from that group that you seem the most interested in playing it. I, my question is, if we started with Donald, Kuchar, and Smith, 
You've got 7,500 remaining per golfer for three spots. Are there enough value plays in this tournament? Is the field weak enough that you could go with two or three guys in the $7,000 range? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I think that you will have multiple guys in the $7,000 range this week. Uh, and I, I do agree that starting with Kucher and Cam Smith is going to be a great way to start the lineup. Well, don't forget about Luke Donald. So who are your favorites options under 7,500? Uh, I think one that I, that really stands out in my model this week is Ross Fisher, you know, all the way down at 7,100. Uh, I think this is an event that really kind of fits his skill set. You know, the, he's, he's a guy that, you know, he got cut at the Masters, got cut at the Valspar, but overall, like, he, this is an event that really fits his skill set pretty well. It's, it's not as demanding as the Masters was really for him. Uh, so I think that he's someone who's not going to be owned at all at 7,100. I do think he's a much safer bet to make the cut this week in this field. And I think, he, you know, obviously it allows you to play Matt Kuchar and Cam Smith, which is where you want to be this week. I like it. Is there another guy under 77 that you really like? Uh, yeah, there's a couple guys in this range that, that I think, you know, you should be using. Uh, one of them is a guy that we kind of use a lot. And, and, you know, it's Charlie Hoffman. Hoffman, you know, he had this nice run. You know, he's not under 7,500. He's 7,700. Uh, but again, the, the strength of this field isn't what it normally is at, at some of these events. Uh, so Charlie Hoffman should definitely be up there. Uh, if you look at his recent form, he was actually tied for 12th at the Masters, T14 at the Arnold Palmer. Uh, he's been really, really consistent there, but those fields were much more difficult than what he's going to see this week. I think he's got a good shot to sneak into the top 10 here. So we've started off our Sportsline DFS lineup with Kucher and Smith, Donald, Fisher, and Hoffman. That leaves 7,700 to put a lineup together. Who's your favorite golfer left in that price range, Mike? Oh, there's a couple guys that I'm looking at. Uh, Siwoo Kim is someone that I, I think has a really good opportunity to play well at this event. And then if you want to look for some course history, uh, William McGritt. He's someone that also has had a little bit of success here at this event. Uh, you know, he hasn't been quite as good as Luke Donald, but nobody has. Um, he's someone that should play well here, though. He's got three top tens in the last five. He was third last year, ninth the year before. And I, I think that he's got a similar opportunity to do the same this week. I like it. We're just going all in with course history, Cameron Smith. We've got Ross Fisher, Charlie Hoffman for value plays. I think it's a good place to start for this PGA tournament this week. And, of course, if you want the most optimal lineup, you should go to sportsline.com, use the promo code DFS Podcast, and you can get Mike's official lineup for this week in the PGA Tour. We'll be back twice more today. We've got MLB coming up very shortly, and then NBA just a little bit later. It's the end of the season. 